It's open. It's a gateless gate there, Al. Gate. 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 Both with an ATE, not an AIT. It's not the speed at which. It's the crossing of the threshold. Yes, you're beyond that. You're already in. <laughs> well, Don't waste time trying to get in. I, I fancied myself, um, how do I put this, trying to wake up the um, uh, unawakened pseudo-intellectuals and uh, I can rest while you, while, while you work on them, while you work on them and try and get through that wall the ego has built, etc. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Daddy-O. I do it, I do it, I get a little angry, I get a little heated, I'll get a little frothy. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying now. Yes, I know you don't. That's why you're smiling so smirkishly. I've given up all hope, though. That's the good news. Oh, see, that's what that's all I needed. Now I can go. Give up all abandon ye. Give up all hope. Literally. Uh, <laughs> hope is sort of like shooting up a little two or three miles per hour. So if you if you drain the gas tank and have no hope you'll stop it's nice i got one more that's been weighing on me and i'm going to throw it out there if you're awakened what are you doing back here <laughs> if you're <laughs> well, no one to be not here so there's no one to be here right oh lord oh gosh dreaming okay. remember Al, this is in a, in a sense dreaming <clears throat> because uh, everything is so, like in Buddhism, they talk about everything is inherently empty. That's why you can paste the meaning on it. Yeah. I get it. Plus, yeah. So if. Spiritual Mr. Potato Head. Yes. If I have like the worst thing that ever happened to me, and then it after a year or two, it's the best thing that happened to me. Isn't that a, an example of dreaming? I never looked at it like that, but yes, I appreciate your perspective. Yeah. So dreaming is uh, there's we're giving meaning to things, and some of the meaning we give the things is that the things can give us meaning. Yeah. <laughs> So, but the things giving us meaning, first there was the giving meaning to things. Yeah. Good to have the, you know, the horse, the horse in front of the cart, so to speak. Yeah. Because if yeah. you think everyone's trying to give you a meaning, you're going to try. <laughs> it's just causing frustration and shit like that. Yeah. So. Like if you want to gate the past, if it was supposed to happen, it did. If it wasn't, it didn't. There you go. End of debate. Yeah. Yeah. So if I did, wouldn't have gone across that street, I wouldn't have got hit by the car. But I got hit by the car because I had washed, I walked across that street. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> you turned LB into a bobblehead. 
I have a bubble head. I have no. a nice, uh, I have an action figure doll. Someone did. It's actually pretty cool. I have it on my nightstand now. I'm holding a big book of AA. <laughs> it's just a, actually, it's great. It's a great. I'll have to bring it to a Zoom and show you. You know the action figure that guy made. Oh, okay. We'll take a photo of it and do a share screen of it. Yeah, somebody in Encinitas did it. Brought it to me when I was giving a talk. It's great. Like a little doll, but he sprayed uh, the hair, painted, put a AA big book in the hand, and uh, said, had a lot of stuff on it, which was pretty on the box. It was great. <laughs> the next meeting, I'll have it. Uh, I'll do a share screen with it. So I'll, all right, I'll have you yeah. Send me a well, picture. I'll take a picture of it when I get from today, maybe. Is the wind gonna bother the record the Zoom? Uh, doesn't sound too bad right now. All right, yeah, we're out in uh, the wind tunnel of Marin City. <laughs> sort of nice. We're gonna go to Z's memorial today. Mm, yeah, Nick told me. Yeah, gonna have a little. Yeah, he's got a, got a great little clip of his podcast with him. That's gonna be a great thing yeah, we're for us. Hopefully, play that. Yeah. 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 She attended a lot of Zen Bishlot meetings over the years. I can't even wait. I can't even can't picture when he first started coming. That was a long time ago. Right? Yeah. He was a big um, uh, Nizagadada fan. Yeah. He was sort of like Zorba the Greek. Ever see the movie Zorba the Greek? Oh, yeah, he had a lust for life, you know? He was going to karaoke and <laughs> dancing up a storm at 78. Yeah. He's out there with all the Osho people. <laughs> dancing with the Osho people. Yeah, it was a trip. Yeah. All right, well, tell me when it's... Uh, when we're getting close. Oh, it's almost time, eh? It's three after, so that's good for Zoom time. See, this is what you guys are missing on the Zoom. This is what you're missing. Homemade chocolate chip cookies from Amelia. About three pounds of them. That means each one of us here is gonna get a pound each. <laughs> ah. You always have to supplement a message that has nothing in it by giving, by bringing something, <laughs> either shirts or cookies or something. So. Oh, I see my friend Peter from uh, Seattle there. Nice to see you, Peter. Yeah. And we got, oh, Hiram, Hiram took the easy way out. He's sitting at his house watching. He was here last week. Yeah, yeah. But see, uh, the frequency is 220 live, 110 zoom. Yeah. It's the same pulse, but there's a little bit of difference. <laughs>
<laughs> Don't try to uh, grind your coffee with it. All right, so anyone new here, Mike, today? Uh, uh, oh, good. John is raising his hand. Hi, John. And a J uh, John L. Nice to meet you, John L. Nice to meet you, Paul. How did you uh, end up here? I've got some friends that are, you know, listeners, and I, I just bought your uh, Escape to Everywhere, so um, really resonates with me. So recommended by friends. Oh, great, great. Yeah. And you've already got two hands up for questions. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they came with a question. <laughs> All the while, all the while, the answer. They came with a question. Oh, maybe they were just introducing themselves as new. Is that what it is? Oh, they yeah. introduced themselves as new. Who else is that? Nicole Sherry and Toby. last week. I remember Sherry. I think. Yes, Sherry. Uh, she's listened for a while. Anyone else? Well, it doesn't matter. We're all new. Yeah. Well, Toby's hand is still up. Is that? Do you have a question, or is that? Are you introducing yourself? Hi, everyone. I just wanted to say hi. Been watching for a couple of months, discovered the sheep and the lion video on YouTube, and it hit hard. So it's been a pleasure following the satsang from, from the YouTube videos. But greetings from Finland. So I, I'm finally available to, to attend the meeting. So glad to be here. Good to meet oh, you. Well, welcome. We had Thank an you. old friend from Finland. I haven't seen him in a while. All right. Um, yes, the sheep and the lion pretty much uh, that video was the beginning and end of my progression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, brought, it brought an end to things and then it progressed into talking. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm going to maybe I'll just go. I love that one. That's the first video we ever did sheep and a lion uh it's the perfect uh it answers a lot of stuff if you if you hear it and there's actually uh an add-on to it because it's sort of what happens uh well here's the little story you know bear with me if you've heard it 800 times it's still good yeah so the story, and I change it a little, but it's an old Indian one where there's a, a lion mother and a cub and they're just chucking around the savannah. And then the lion, the mother gets killed and the cub is orphaned. The cub doesn't know what's going on. It's walking around and uh, it comes upon a, a herd of sheep, starts moving towards them and the sheep knows it's a lion so they get a little anxious but then they realize quickly the lion isn't getting that it's a lion yeah so the lion gets ingratiated into the herd you know feels this sort of restlessness and discontent can't put its finger on it it's listening to people worrying about who's going to be the sweater next year and uh when are you going to get your hair curled and shit like that and then it's looking at sheep uh, feeling like it wants to eat it, but uh, <laughs> the other sheep thinks it wants to go out with them. So goes out with a female sheep. They get together. Uh, you know, he's chewing cud. Um, he has babies with the female sheep. They look strange, but hey, they rationalize it away. 
And then he goes up the ranks of sheephood. He becomes, uh, because it's a, he's pretty big. <laughs> Basically, he, he hasn't measured himself, but the other sheep can sort of see something. So uh, he becomes like the head of the sheep herd. And um, one day he's got him in the... Uh, in the savannah and they're just chewing cud and then a big old lion comes over the hill sees the herd starts chasing them and in the corner of the eye he sees the younger lion running and it thinks he's joining the hunt but then he quickly realizes the lion's running with the sheep not towards the sheep so he veers off from his agenda and grabs that lion doesn't say anything, just drag, and the young lion rolls over on its back and says, please, Mr. Lion, so it knows a lion. Yeah, it has an idea of what a lion is like. It says, please, Mr. Lion, don't eat me, I'm just a humble sheep. The lion is perplexed, the old one, he drags it over to the water hole, and all he does is stick his head out, and the young lion's head out over the water. And in the reflection in the water, the surface, the young lion gets it, yeah? Gets the message, bing, yeah, bing, like that. The old lion looks at it, says raw, the guy roars. He doesn't have to sign up for three month classes for roaring, it just roars, yeah? It's, it's access, something that was always available at all times, but it accesses lionhood, yep. Now this is where I got lost with this parable, because usually they end it there, yeah? So you think it's all over. The young lion saw its reflection with the old lion. Mistake, which was never really a mistake, got corrected. That's it. He's off as a lion. But the funny thing is, this is how I noticed it. You get that glimpse that, hey, I'm a lion, let's say. But as you're walking away from the waterhole and the old lion isn't there to talk to you every day, about a second or two, the programming of the sheep in you kicks up and says, I just had an incredible lion experience. Yeah. So now the sheep is the dominant theme once again. So for me, it's got to be a, there needs to be a second book, so to speak. What happens after you leave the waterhole? <laughs> because eventually most of us leave the waterhole. We're not going to be gazing on over the pool or the pond, we got things to do. Life pulls us this way and that way. So we need to see what happens, I feel. And it was so paramount when it was downloading, it was basically, if you don't see this, this programming kicking up and claiming to have an experience of a lion as a sheep, if you don't see that, you're gonna look from it, you are. I just don't see, as long as you continue to be here, you're going to look for it from it. Yeah. It's going to misplace you, or it's going to put place you in the interpretation from the programming. Instead of that real life whack, you now have it as a, an experience you had. This, is, this follows us even in satsangs. People want to be there to experience their absence. It's just that this is what keeps people coming back and getting more pissed off because they the only way as that sheep, they can think of this message is getting it because they are already something. They can't be it, but I can get it. 
and it's going to make me a better sheep, and maybe it will even lead to me becoming a non-sheep. But all the while, it's held only completely as a sheep. Yeah. And if you don't see it, you're looking from it. Yeah. Because that's what happened with me. I had those white light experiences in satsangs and stuff like that. And then I walked away and slowly but surely, usually very quickly without noticing, I was just, I took myself to be the glove, maybe out of habit, you know? So suddenly I'm the hand and it's exposed and it's revealed, wow. And then I'm, I'm up the glove again and now I'm living from the glove searching to have another experience of being the hand all the while being the hand this is what flips you out because Ramana, another one of his stories with the necklace and the and the thing he takes a paragraph before that story to to explain that which we are is always realized always realized you don't come to a realization of it yeah it's always realized. So basically, there's no beginning or end. There was no point. It wasn't so. Yeah. So now we come to here, maybe. But usually what occurs is something is revealed, and then the system overwhelms it once again. And now, once again, you're searching like you were doing before, but on, let's say, a more subtle or sophisticated level. Now you're searching to be a non-seeker. Yeah, a non-doer. It's the same, same, but you're doing the opposite. So it's still duality. It's still duality, which is the whole point of non-duality is negating both. You're neither the doer nor non-doer. Yeah, there's no one there. What a great relief for someone is <laughs> is to be at the effect of. There's no one here. That's what brings the lightness to the situation. I should have wore the shirt. Keep forgetting. You know, it's hopeless, but not serious. <laughs> it's completely hopeless, but it's not serious. What? How could it be hopeless and, and, not, and be not serious? That's, that's the beauty of this seamlessness of this message. You can't get it. Hallelujah. Yeah. You're never going to get it. Great. <laughs> what a relief. Yeah. Wait, so you can what? Maybe you'll be available to Saturday because you're not using Saturday as a stepping stone to the, high, you know, the stairway to heaven. You're just Saturday. It's just here. Everything is. Put your is pillow there. Tight. Turn that off or turn it down. Yeah. And put out your safety seat. Put on my safety seat. <laughs> my safety belt I lost that a long time ago <laughs> the, seat, the seat belt got ripped off a long time ago <laughs> they don't give me any sharp object either. We don't have... <laughs> so yeah this whole so the sheep and the lion because we used to do an absurd take on it where the lion now goes back, seemingly reverts back to the sheep, and now it starts trying to become like a lion, which is insane, which is captured by the statement of Ramana Maharshi, the greatest mystery of all 
is reality wanting to attain reality. Or the greatest mystery in, in all of it is the lion wanting to attain lion. Yeah. Isn't that the assumption? That's the pointing. The pointing is the seeker and the sort. Seeker is the sort. Yeah. How much time is left in that? It's just compressed into now. All the here and now that the head loves to add miles to and shit like that, yeah? All the here and now just gets compressed. The seeker is the sort, basically end of the story. Yeah. That's, the, that's the presentation of non-duality. If you don't like it, that's fine, you know? You may be looking to find something, and there's places that you can find shit. So it, it behooves us, if you have a strong conviction, of course, there's no one there to have the conviction, but all I can do is be loyal to the private bakery, yeah? Something has come through, and I'm loyal to that, yeah? People may have a mackerel, you know, with eight fins and shit. We just have cod, yeah? If, would, if there was an eight fin mackerel, it would swim faster to the goal. Yeah, but this is cod. Simple as that. Yeah, the message simple. What's looking is what you're looking for. The seeker is the sword, and because of that, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. There is an explanation. It's before it, before the statement. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Before that statement is, you're the Buddha. That's why you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah? As Paul, you can use Buddhism to seek the Buddha, and it will hopefully fail you quickly. And then you'll realize through Buddhism yeah, that you're the Buddha, but not the way you thought. <laughs> through the failing of Buddhism, through the failing of trying to become the Buddha, after you've blamed yourself for years or the teachers or whatever, you finally came to the recognition you can't succeed there. That's the beauty of everything. The beauty of all these practices and paths ought to fail you so, to, so that there's a realization you are that which you're taking the path to, to arrive at. Yeah, that's the whole point. Then maybe your action figure goes on paths. But now you'll travel much lighter as a Buddhist practitioner. You'll travel much lighter as whatever, yeah? Because the whole meaning and all the importance that's laid on it, which is just forms of obsession with self, I feel, yeah? Lifts, and you're just here because you can't be anywhere else. It's not like I did a, you know, a decathlon to be able to arrive here. The only thing that makes me super clear I'm here is I can't be anywhere else. Just, that's, that's how, that's what everything brought me to. Wanting to try to get into the moment did not bring me into the moment. What, nothing brought me into the moment because I'd never been out of the moment. Nothing brought me into the moment because I've never been out of a moment. I have to be out of it to return. I haven't left. It's just that simple. Now, it's got a little tweak that irritates the mental logic. Let it fucking irritate it. See what happens. Because the mental logic has failed us. It has. Yeah. 
The only way it understands things is knowing, getting, grabbing, da, 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 da. And the beautiful thing is the intellect trying to intellectualize shit will fail you. And then it'll be sticking out like a sore thumb and you'll see it's not your thumb. Yeah. Every time it gets something, it seemed to be successful. But when it gets nothing, it's it. This emperor is seen without any clothes. You see it. You see it. You see the impossibility of all of these. It's sort of those things in those amusement parks with the big glass. We have all these dolls and shit, and there's a big crane. So here's the intellect. Here's logic. Here's doing. Here's, you know, understanding. And you just can't. And there it is. And you just can't get it. <laughs> that's the that's that's. That's the success of that that fucking thing is that you never get it. If you get it, you'll just keep on. Yeah, you'll get one. Oh, I thought that was that's a, and then on. It will just keep going on. The message of non-duality is beautiful because it doesn't feed that. It leaves it out to dry. The emperor is revealed to have no clothes. And if you can just sit with that, because it's very, very disarming when you sit with that, your compass may be thrown out. Things will change. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I used to go across the world to attempt to see the beauty I see in my backyard now. I don't have to go anywhere. Everything is profoundly, unbelievably gorgeous. You know? Every once in a while, just to convince ourselves, we drive the Santa Cruz. <laughs> Amelia and I, because I haven't been doing much. It's just in the compound. <laughs> she goes, Paul, I'm in the back sitting there. <laughs> Redwoods, yeah. I'm lucky, I have the luck to be retired. And I act as if I've been retired. <laughs> I've been retired. <laughs> so yeah, that's why we're here. I mean, you know, this works because it doesn't work. You try to make it work and it fails. You try to make it something and it fails. You try to make it was and it fails. And then you're just left with nothing, and there you get it. Yeah. Get it. You finally get it. The clock stops, and the movement stops, and the spatial uh, journey making stops, and you're here now. And when it hits you, it tells you it's always been this way, always been this way, always. You mean it was this way when that? Yes. When even that, yes. When I get hit by it, yes. It's always, always been this way. Have you ever run into anything that informed you of that? Have you ever ran into something that put a rest to everything? It says nothing's ever happened. There's tons of happening. That's why I like the word dreaming. The dream sounds like it's a thing that, that would have an entrance and exit. Dreaming is all encompassing, yeah? And then if you think you've 
swam over to the shore of awareness and you're looking at the dream, that's part of the dreaming. You don't escape the dreaming. You are it. Yeah, that's the beauty. So, yeah. So, uh, anyone have anything? If you want to, if you're confused about, let me just give you a basic thing. There's mental activities that have become more dominant, let's say, even the story of being a, a thing. We had a, a period of time called baby. We were a baby. And at that point, as a baby, there was a period of time you didn't see anything as other. Yeah, there was no differential yet. Your mom wasn't some other person. It was all, all that separate shit wasn't happening. The brain had to develop to a point, and then the brain sort of is the seed of division, and that's how you recognize things in comparison. And yes, and you hear it like with little kids in the sandbox, the wars start when my becomes available. Now they think the toy is their toy, it's not your toy, and then so on and so forth. You can watch it, yeah. And so this whole idea of the mental state is very, very fast. It is of time, so it's not here now, actually. It's very, very fast in time. And what it does is, what's ever happening, and we are the conveyor of it meaning things, we bring the mental condition into contact. And when we bring it into contact, it claims the contact, and then it uses the contact to imply that me that brought me here is a long-lasting, independent, separate thing, a body, yes? So now the attributes of subjectivity are now claimed to be attributes of an object. This is the essence of dualism. This is what non-duality negates, yes? So the mental state will do that. It's not you doing it. There isn't a you before the mental states that's choosing to do it. The mental state is mechanical, yeah? When it meets something through us, it claims it and tells a story and keeps reinforcing the story with, ever with all the claimings, yeah? So, and it's incredibly efficient because everything you see today, there'll be one seer of it, yeah? Every different thing you see today, there'll be one seer that saw them all. Every different note you hear today, there'll be only one hearer. Yeah, every feeling, one feeler. Yes, so there's tons of feelings, hearings, thinking, smelling going on all day. The mental state just watches that fish going by and claims it. <laughs> it just puts a tail on it or like a brand on a cow. And now these are my feelings, these are my actions, these are my thoughts, these are my this, these are my aspirations, these are my depressions, on and on, yeah? And so, <laughs> it's funny unless it ain't funny. It's funny because, so that comes after, Ramana says it beautifully, I think, I feel like he implies this, of with the presupposing of a non-existent thing being existing and then wanting to get salvation for that non-existent thing. 
your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? So that which comes after, which is the idea of you as the doer, the thinker, the feeler, is now put to be before everything, yeah? So now when you feel something, you feel like you're a historical feeler. Yeah. That feeling is new, but the feeler ain't. The seeing is new, the, see, the seer ain't. The hearing is new, but the hearer ain't, yeah? The hearer is given a historical sense. So you believe after the, this seeing is done, you're still the seer. <laughs> Yet, in fact, the idea of being the seer is derived from the claiming of the seeing. Yeah. So without seeing, there is no seer. Is there seeing without a seer? Definitely. Is there a seer without seeing? No. <laughs> all right, I'm going to put all my money on the seer. Okay. <laughs> the seer is the alpha and the omega no it isn't it's derived from the claiming of seeing yeah but now the habit is when the seer is finally made from the claiming of seeing it's presupposed before all seeing i am the seer i am the hearer there's only been one <laughs> there's only been paul who's seen everything that's all the seeing that's happened through this camera, Paul is the seer of it. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> what happens? Seeing feels suck fucking alive, doesn't it? Yeah, I just saw a bird moving. Yeah, incredible. I see the trees. I can now I feel wind. I can smell something. Hopefully it's not coming from one of the people here. I can, all this is going on pretty good. It's, it would, you would think you'd be enthralled by it all, but no, because what nudes the flavor of it is the seer, the hear. Oh, I felt this. I've heard this fucking message. Ah, da, 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 da. Yes. It's insane. It's like living from the cart, be having, be being put in front of the horse. The cart can't go shit anywhere without the horse. <laughs> <laughs> the cart is immobile without the horse, yet it acts as if it's as the horsing is just an attribute the cart is using. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I feel it's beautiful. If you could just take a statement by a great master, Hoang Po, and the statement is whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. And then just go and listen to the head now or later. And listen to the head. The head's whole story is the opposite. It says that which is perceiving is the perceived. Yeah. All this is seeing. Yeah. And even when I say Paul as spirit, it's held as this. <laughs> so it's this. Yeah. And when you dream at night, you're not dreaming of spirits usually. You're dreaming of bodies. Yeah. Even though a lot of times you don't see yours, 
Everything else you see is of bodies, yeah? You just assume it's you, but you never see you sometimes in the dreaming at night, but it's just assumed. This is the same in the day, yeah? The idea of being there when we're not, like the, a great guy, Douglas Harding, put out a very beautiful, simple book on having no head. And he had this revelation where he just looked up and he couldn't see his head. <laughs> So he was, he got on this riff, it was pretty good, that uh, who's, how can I validate that there's actually a head? I can't, I see, I see the legs and shit. So he would, and then just like goes into space. It doesn't stop here. Yeah, so he said on having no head and that was his sort of liberating point, yeah? <laughs> so at night you're dreaming like crazy and there's just an assumption that you're a body but you're not usually seeing you are you i was seeing a lot of people last night that didn't have the name paul they were all playing roles yeah but they weren't but this the one yeah the assumption in the seeing is paul's oh it's a given you don't even have to have him in the shot it's paul's there exactly this is what's happening the moment-to-moment -moment shot, there's no Paul. It's just assumed. He's there somewhere. <laughs> but there's no Paul in the picture. It's just assumed. Yeah. So what has to be forgotten? The picture for Paul to be remembered. Jesus. So, yeah. Anyone have anything to say today? Questions or anyone? Anybody want to put their hands up? Do you understand what we're trying to do here? Because then, please tell me then. <laughs> no. The whole point is the message is, is clear, but if there's one step taken towards it, it goes off. Yeah? You have to, you got to really look at what thinks it's hearing the message. The message is fine, but what's the reaction to the message? When there's a hearing of the message, isn't there a produced idea of being the hearer of the message? This is what has value because you are already what you're looking for. That period of trying to find it's over. If there was any moment that you needed to seek, it's been done a while ago, yeah? You are that. So the important point there is to take away the direction of trying to understand what you are, experience what you are, know what you are, and have it go to what you're not, yeah? Because you're already that. You're already that which you want to know. You're already that which doesn't need to be understood. So if there's that impulse, that movement, just direct it this way at what we're not and it will be quite revelatory because you can study what you're not and the study will be only to a point where there's a critical mass or something happens and then studying is put down same thing with understanding the understanding is mostly about misunderstandings really you misunder you see the misunderstandings they don't need you don't need an understanding on this you are it if you unless you believe 
that understanding you have moment to moment is something that you already have. I don't see it that way. I feel like uh, understanding is readily given every moment, yeah? To have an understanding would be an extra weight. Not to rely on anything is the true reliance, yeah? Not to rely on anything. You're just suspended. Yeah. Maybe you think you're, you've got hands and you've got to grab something, but there'll be that moment where you can't grab anything, you'll realize they're wings. Yeah? It's just what you believed isn't true. Yeah? What's withholding you, what's keeping you a little bit whatever, isn't true. Yeah? When? Now? Where? Here? So satsang is here to reinforce this simple idea. Yeah. Disarm and then the movement. Oh, got to get ready. No, disarm. Just keep disarming until you get in the habit of it. Yeah. Every time you hear a, a you know, relaxed call and you think it's a clarion to greater things, just cut it right at the fucking ankles and just disarm. Disarm. You're not going to get it. Great. Thank God, save me a lot of time and trouble, yeah? You don't have to even, I never say I am it, never. I just saw what I'm not. There's no need to say I am it. You are it. <laughs> redundant in a way, yeah? Yeah. And then time just goes along. I don't know, my life has got this dream, as they say in The Course in Miracles, in this case, has gotten a lot happier without much effort or thought, yeah? So I guess it must be getting closer to the end <laughs> because it says the dream will get happier and, you know, it's not infinitely going to go on and on. So it's getting happy. So I don't like the word happy. I mean, I would say like luscious contentment. It's very flavorful contentment. It is. Yeah. So hey, anyone, Mike, now? Yeah, although I gotta say, I like your upping bliss to luscious contentment. <laughs> yeah, luscious contentment. <laughs> uh, yeah. Boaz and Mick will have their hands up. Uh, you wanna go ahead, Boaz? Who? Yeah, Boaz. Can you it's hear Boaz? You hear yes, me? Yes, I can hear him. Yeah, we're having a question here. Yes, I can hear you. I can't see you yet. Um, never mind. <laughs> um, oh, there. Oh, never mind. Great. <laughs> okay. Hi. That's the, that's, the, that's the kind of questions I love. <laughs> no, never mind about the. Uh, the question is still here. Never mind about uh, not not uh, seeing me. Oh, oh all right. Yeah. I don't know if the question is still here, but anyway, I, I want to say something about being convinced because I hear you and something here is in agreement with every word, but still, and it's been in agreement with, you know, with her similar words for many, many years. And you, you speak a lot about that being convinced. And I think, or I feel, you know, that the, what I really am doesn't need any convincing, doesn't have to do, 
have nothing to do with it and they're convincing. And the mental process cannot be convinced, at least my mental process, yeah. <laughs> which is very stubborn one. And so how can you even speak about being convinced? Uh, being convinced. So that's something we use in recovery a lot. So how I speak about it right now is that which can be convinced. Yes. The being is convinced. It's a play of words, but the being is convinced of being. Yeah. That which the head can never be convinced of, you're being convinced right now. Being convinced now, present tense condition. So yeah, it just comes out of recovery. One of the requirements uh, to come to a clear conclusion is being convinced. And then there's many things that comes after that. One of them is any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. Being convinced of that, being convinced and so what happens is the action figure is brought to a point and that which is convinced is not of the action figure. Yes? Yes. So because you've realized the action figure can be convinced and unconvinced in five minutes. Yes? Because it's dualistic. But that which is being convinced, it's a done deal. Yeah? Yeah. So it's just a little play of words. Yeah, but, you know, I, I think that uh, my obsessive reading for the last uh, 25 or 30 years is, I think, one of the reasons for this obsession is trying to be convinced. So I read the words of people that I feel that are convinced. That's how it pictured to me. And um, I, that's the reason I read. That's the reason... Yeah, and uh, uh, we, uh, in recovery, we have a statement sort of about the spirit or whatever, the fact, the absoluteness, which is uh, the innermost. Yeah, not of obviously it has a dualistic. It's basically saying it's not the outermost or the outer least. It's the innermost. Yeah. So that doesn't capture it well, it just puts it into contrast with the other thing. Yeah, so the innermost. So that innermost is where the convincing comes because it's being convinced doesn't mean it was unconvinced and had to go through a process to be convinced. It's being convinced in and of itself all the time, just like always realized is like being convinced, yeah? So if it's always realized, you're always in being, you're always in the state of being convinced. Of what? I'm not that. Yeah. So here it has a value. It, it's used to see what you're not. And there's a point where something galvanizes and it's sort of over. Yeah, even though the play continues and the shit still happens, uh, a look, the air has been taken out of it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
I would like I let I would like to say that's as close as 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 you can to being convinced. <laughs> Here, yeah, yeah. I have ran into walls, and when I read, when I heard, uh, you can't, you know, uh, just not this presupposing of a non-existent thing, and then wanting to get salvation for it, and uh, your spiritual practices themselves uh, are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? I was convinced of that. Yeah, I was convinced of. Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. I was convinced of that because there was a being convinced already. Yeah? So the being convinced was there, and then I was convinced when I heard those things. Yeah? But I would say the I was convinced hearing those things was an echo of the being convinced. Yes? Yeah. And then you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha and all these things. That's why I keep using them over the years, yeah? Because they, they, uh, they induce like an avalanche inside, even to this day, yeah? From the moment I read them, I don't reread them, I relive them, yeah? I relive them at talks, I do not read them anymore. That's why I probably have changed some of the things I had read <laughs> over the years, because I don't go back and read them, but I feel them, yeah? And, uh, and it's nice for the trumpet here to have that note played through it, yeah? When the trumpet of Paul has that note played through it, it's good, yeah. <laughs> I can't really explain it, but it works, yeah? So, yeah, I think everyone in spirit is convinced in, as spirit, not of anything else, just the convincing of spirit. Yeah. And then here you come to points where you're convinced that any life run on, well, on self-will is not going to be successful or self-manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. You hit a point where it's over. You've got it. Yeah. Bingo, you moved somewhere else. The, those, that tributary dries up. The water has gone back to the source. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think the only way you can be convinced here is of spirit. Yeah? Because the mental state can't. Yeah? So something overrides the mental state. Because the mental state can be convinced of something and then unconvinced. These things you're not unconvinced of. You hit a point and the story's over. Yeah. The story's over. Sort of like asking questions. I remember I was in a tent in India listening to satsang. And it was very clear to me that I was not going to get anything. <laughs> and I just, it was the end of my hand going up, per se. Yes. And I... It hasn't come up since 20 something years, whatever. Yeah, more than that. So yeah, I had these feelings that I'm done. And it's true, like, I was convinced about sobriety, and I've been sober 34 years. Never had a strong feeling or thought about drinking or using. That's amazing. Eh? With no thought effort on my part, something, <laughs> something put a stop to me and overrode it. Yeah. 
overrode the me. I'm convinced that something has done for me what I couldn't do for myself. Completely convinced of that, yeah? Because I witness it all the time. So, yeah. You could say that actually the being convinced is before the state of being unconvinced. Yes, exactly. The being convinced, it has complete integrity. It's completely comprehensive. You are something, but here, its value is you're not something. <laughs> you're convinced you're not something from that which you are, for sure. Yeah, that's the beauty of, that's why non-duality doesn't stand on anything else but the message. It doesn't practice, it doesn't have stuff, yeah? It basically stands on the message being ourselves reality. Yeah, so therefore, it just presented, presented, presented. There's no belts of, you know, black and blue and purple. So, you know, people could play it that out. But in fact, it's basically what you want to be a fact is already a fact. Yeah. So your head doesn't have to be convinced. You're already convinced. Yeah. Not as the head. Yeah. That to me is being convinced. Yeah. Yeah. The head gets brought there. The being convinced comes from that, that, yeah? Why is it that all day you have something yapping that you're something else, and yet you can be on, a, on some level completely convinced you're not that? There must be that that's allowing you to be completely convinced you're not that. I'm not talking about denial. That doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about a clear negation that yeah now does the action figure act as if it's afraid yes does that mean i'm acting as if i'm afraid no yeah the action figure would like to have a seat on this cushion on a cushion on the seat do i want need a cushion on the seat no yeah so i don't there's you can be clear It's, a, it's not like the action figure doesn't want a cushion. It's always seeking fucking physical relief. So, you know, it's not like I can't show any need for physical relief because I'm supposed to be a, a non-thing thing. No, you just, you get to, yeah. I can't, you can't teach it. If the cards fall a certain way and then you learn, you learn like it's, you know, when in Rome, you do as the Romans do. Are you from Rome? No, you're in Rome. <laughs> but if you do what the Romans do, you're from Rome. No, it doesn't mean that at all. It says you're in Rome. Because <laughs> the head keeps saying it's you. Yeah, so it has an idea of what it will look like not to be you. <laughs> and it tries to look like that as the you that you're not. Haven't you, haven't you run into people that are that insane? They start saying, there's no person, just <laughs> whatever, you know. <laughs> Try to buy a car, sell a car to them, they're impossible. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, thank you, Boaz.
You always Thank get you. me going. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Boaz. You ready for Mikkel? Yes. <clears throat> Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, I don't really have a question. Um, I just, I'm glad to be here. Grateful to be here. I've uh, been listening to this message for uh, a little while now, only about a month, maybe a little bit more or less. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it was pretty crazy when I heard it. It kind of, uh, it was definitely a bitch slap for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, my sponsor, my sponsor, I guess he, uh, he went and did some work with a guy um, and got introduced to you. And, uh, and I forget what the, the, the first sayings were or whatever oh it was it was that we've never been in self yes and i saw it clear as day and and it uh at first it was amazing at first it was amazing and then and then for about two or three days and i'm sure you've heard of uh you know the dark night of the soul or whatever for about two or three days um as the action figure um, it was it was very hopeless because there was nothing left to look for, you know, <laughs> as the action figure. And I was like, man, this this is this is screwed, you know. But and then I saw that that was the action figure that was hopeless, and that I wasn't that. And then <laughs> and then uh, uh, and then uh, you know I started obsessing over the idea of self. Um, and then I, I saw that it was, that it literally didn't exist. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have a question. I just, uh, just kind of wanted to share a little bit about my, my experience, uh, with, with coming to this understanding or whatever. So praise back. Yeah. You did that well. Thank you. Yeah, again, there may be a dark night of the soul, but you're not having it, which is nice. Yeah, this is the beauty. The beauty is it's not denying what's going on. It's negating the idea that there's a someone before it all. That's all. Yeah. That allows a traveling lighter with what's ever going on. It doesn't promise that it's going to get great. But whatever life has in store for the action figure, this period of time and space, you'll travel lighter through. And after a while, uh, the action figure reaches a beautiful, humble point of gratitude, really. It's just, wow. Yeah. It's very clear that something is bringing about uh, possibilities that I couldn't. So you're... Uh, you uh, find great solace in uncertainty, yeah? You great, find great peace in uh, not knowing, yeah, yeah. Things can run their course, man. Some of this finite stuff runs out. Just, uh, you know, if, if you looked at it, you would see the expiration date probably it was well past, yeah? You're drinking stale Kool-Aid. <laughs> so. Yeah, 
the horse is dead. That's the reason why you're not going anywhere. <laughs> so you get off, you get off the horse and see what happens. Yeah. Thank you, Mikhail. I'm uh, happy uh, that you showed up. Yeah, Michael. And Mark W has his hand up. Hey, Paul. Welcome. Hey, everybody. So um, I um, played this carrot and stick game of spiritual progress for a long time, like 25 plus years. And it, it goes like this, you know, right here, right now, I'm not okay. But if I work hard enough and long enough, one day in the future, I'll be okay. You know, one, one more round through the steps, one more prayer, one more therapy session, book, teacher, etc. And um, <clears throat> a few years ago, I, you know, I stumbled upon this. And my, my first introduction to it was something called the three principles, which is, it's kind of like non-duality expressed as a psychological paradigm. But anyway, so, uh, it, you know, it hit me like a sledgehammer and uh, I've been looking in this direction uh, ever since. And um, I've came to the point where I just kind of gave up the search, abandoned the search, gave up the seeking. And then there was this hilarious punchline waiting for me that there was actually never anything wrong with me or the world. I just thought there was. Um, and But what I sort of wanted to ask you about, so I belong to a recovery community, no longer a 12-step community. Um, it's recovery dharma. Uh, I, I was involved in 12-step fellowship for, for a long time. It's no longer for me. Um, I don't have contempt prior to investigation. It's just, it's just not for me. So when I share and talk to people, particularly in a meeting, so you know this non-duality is the thing that I'm most interested in in life. So I really don't want to talk about anything but that. Uh, it's a, a it's a lot more well-received in recovery dharma than it would be in a lot of 12-step meetings. But um, I just, so I don't like to use the term non-duality because then it becomes a thing, you know, something you can accept or reject, analyze or debate. So I, don't, I rarely use that term. I just try to be authentic and talk about how it looks to me. And it's kind of like if you're in a community of people who think the earth is flat and you're trying to explain to them how the earth is round and then they might ask you, you know, well, what philosophy are you working from? Well, it's, it's not a philosophical discussion. They're just, just trying to clear up misunderstanding. And the whole point is that if you do that, then you, uh, you feel better. And I mean, that's, that's what happened to me. I, I feel um, I have more consistent peace and happiness than I've had in my whole adult life. I've never felt farther away from a, from a drink or a drug. And there wasn't, um, there wasn't any work involved other than just staying in the conversation 
and you know, reading, listening, being open to it. So I guess if there's a question is, how do you kind of work the non-duality concepts into conversations in the recovery community? Again, I don't have any rote uh, process. So it's just the situation brings stuff out and then a similar similar situation may bring other stuff out. So there's no, I don't, I don't, uh, I outgrew the need to sort of uh, trumpet the message. So yeah. yeah, and I believe like uh, what you are speaks louder than what you say, and so yeah, and it's a it's a funny thing. You know, I can say something at a meeting and people love it. And I tell them, go see zenbitchslap.com. I never see them again. Yeah. So they hear it in one venue, they love it. When they see it comes from something else or they think it is, it's like, what's a kibosh on it? It's a just a mental activity. I'm, I'm uh, well aware of it in my own head and in others. So yeah. I've just grown to, uh, I have two platforms a week to speak about recovery, uh, which is a, a great gift and I take advantage of it. So, yeah, but I don't have any, you know, you can learn by things not working. So when you, when you sometimes people, you know, they don't see good news as good news. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times the messenger is more important than the message. So their opinion of the messenger will will cause uh, not being open to the message. So, you know, yeah. So no, I don't have any idea. I find myself, I used to find myself in many situations like that. And I've learned a lot, but I couldn't, I couldn't put like a 12 step dance routine this is what I, you should do when this happens. It's just all spontaneous, really. Yeah. I've lived, you know, just like these talks. There's no preparation. I don't have a get ready room, get set room, go room. I just don't just show up. And uh, it's been a wonderful self-affirming uh, way over the years, yeah? I just went with it and it's worked out. So I just go with it. I'd much rather not know anything and then know it when I need to than to think I know what I need to know. <laughs> it's like to be, I'm dumb now. <laughs> I'm dumb, it works. <laughs> yeah, but so you, the person before you, was talking about he heard it from someone who heard it from someone else. That's all I cared about is having this message get out into recovery. So it's done. I'm a, I'm already all the all the uh, the purpose the action figures thought it had. It's completed. Yeah, we have tons of information on YouTube. The best of Paul H is on video not 
fall will pass away and then the message will stay, which I think is completely appropriate. I think the message is the great value and the messenger had the privilege to share it. It's awesome. Yeah? So. Yeah, I probably need to look at this need I have to evangelize, you know, where is that? Maybe there you I'll, go. There you I'll, go. Exactly. I just want to be seen as wise. Yeah. Yeah, just see it's not you. Just wanting, you know, evangelizing means so much different than if it's you evangelizing. Just see that there's no you, and then you'll probably lose interest in the evangelizing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, bro. I'm very happy you shared, and I'm happy you're coming here. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here, Paul. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Mark. And Paul, one of the oldies that you haven't shared for a while, um, instead of in order to have it, you have to give it away, that that the, the willingness to give it away shows that you have it. I thought that yeah, was... that's an AA thing. Yeah. No, I know. But the second half, how you say that, which yeah, applies yeah. to both. Yeah. Well, that was my experience is if you're willing to give it away, you have it. Yes. Yeah. And there's something cool about that. Uh, yeah. But anyway, Angie has her hand up. It's a different Hi, type of currency. You see a different type of currency. One currency is you have to have it before you give it away. The other currency flow is you have it. You, uh, you, you have it by giving it away. Yeah. That's how you have it. That's a whole different like financial system in a sense, yeah? Different currency, it's very beautiful. You have it by giving it away, yeah? Yeah, other people would say you have to have it to give it away. I'm not a believer in that. That's not how, that's not how it's been shown to me. So yeah, all right, what's next? What time is it? We gotta go soon, everyone's sleeping here. It's 5.07. I mean, for you, it's 207. All right, who's uh, next? Angie. And Oh, Angie, here she is. How are you, Angie? Hi, Paul. Hi, everyone. I'm sorry to bore you before you're having your afternoon coffee. <laughs> well, if there's anyone who could uh, entertain me, it's you, Angie. So go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I read uh, recently uh, about this saying, actions speak louder than words. And uh, it was uh, presented in this context of uh, really judging someone else's actions. And, uh, you know, in a way, uh, their actions not matching their words, so uh, creating a feeling of disappointment in other or uh, deceiving others. And uh, I, I thought that there was something in there for me, but I didn't know right away what it was. And uh, sure enough, uh, thoughts came to my mind about situations or people that uh, might have done that uh, uh, to me, so to speak. Um, but um, I, I don't feel like I uh, hold uh, uh, them accountable or I'm judging them in any way. So. I was trying to think like, what, what does this saying really mean? Is there another meaning to this saying? And then um, the thought came to my mind that uh, 
uh, actions are really all there is. And, uh, you know, they do speak louder than words because words are just uh, labels and they cannot describe the actions in any way. So forget about uh, this meaning about what others are doing and blaming them for, you know, not following up on their words. The, the real meaning for me, it was actually that uh, uh, I should focus on the actions and not the words describing the actions. Uh, that's good. So have you run into this? I'm reading uh, milk cartons like a scripture now. That's going to be great. Gonna send you a cracker so, jack box. So I was just uh, uh, wondering if you thought about this saying, or if you came, uh, you know, if if yeah, there I liked, was. I, I liked where you went with it, but uh, well, in the life of an addict, you definitely <laughs> actions speak louder than words because uh, I, I'll say almost anything. <laughs> but are you are you referring to yourself or are you referring As to know, the old action figure. to others? The old action figure, not to others, no. no. But others also, of course. I mean, I'm having when someone's taken over, like my one of my nephews has gone back out. He's now in his fourth day of rehab. I mean, all I got was words from him. Yeah, there was no actions. So, oh yeah, I'm gonna start getting sober next week. And you know, it's on and on. And I've heard it over and over again from people because a lot of times people uh, are in a state of powerlessness. Something has them and they're basically being used for transportation. So their words have very little weight at that point. Yes, so. I've had ex an experience that actions speak louder than words. And then the way you were talking about it, yes, that's quite nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I was trying to think whether there's still work uh, in there for me to do, whether I still uh, hold uh, other people accountable or not. <laughs> for well, you may, there may be a holding of other people accountable, but it's not you. So this is the whole point. There's all this shit that we notice, but then it's it's used to imply there's a you that's noticing it, and there's a you that's doing it, and there's a you that needs to stop doing it. This is how the mental something geometrically progresses. You know, it just balloons like a mushroom cloud, and you want to just bring it to the root. Yes. There's judgment of others. Is it me judging others? No. It's just, because if it's you judging others, it's going to hope it's, it's going to be a my, myopic shrinking. Yes, to, to, you know, to me, it's obsession with this idea of being the one. Yeah. So, yes, become clear about all these things going on, but don't let it tag you. Yes. Yeah, and then there's a lightness that comes about concerning judging. Yes, the judge. There's no lightness concerning judging that the judger is going to find. The lightness concerns concerning judging is you're not the judger. It's just that simple. 
there's a direction there. That direction is seamless in the message of non-duality. That direction that's revealed right there is seamless. That's how it goes, yeah? You don't get out of the judging, you get out of the judger in a sense, yeah? And then the meaning that's given to judging changes completely, completely. Because it's all coming, it's all streaming through the idea of being the judger, yeah? So you see it, but then you don't see how it's it's being used, yes? To yes. Hook up the judger. So really, so. there's nothing to do to to dismiss the judger. Is basically just to let the judging pass away. Well, it will. You don't have to let it. Yeah. Because you're judging, there'll yeah, be a judging of something else in 30 seconds. So yeah. there can't be, there'd be a giant uh, judging uh, traffic jam. So the next judging pushes the other judging off the side of the road. It's just, that's what, that's what the head's doing all day. It's judging. It judges distance. Yes. It judges a lot of shit. When you're driving, you're judging distance. When you make a move to cut someone off to get into a lane, there's a judgment there. Yeah, it's judging constantly. This idea of I'm going to stop judging is a judgment in and of itself. It's you can't get out of what you you can't get out of it. Yeah, this is this is the the wall that all self help runs into sooner or later. Yeah, or the whole the thing of studying. You can study everything, but you can't study the studying. What studying never comes under the glass, yeah? You're never before that, yeah? So what we are is behind the camera. What we're not is before the camera, and it's destined to stay, yeah, on that side of the camera. It's destined to stay there. It's never behind the camera. Yeah, we are what we are. The judger is before the camera. It's there on that side. Yes, the feeler there, the seer there, the hearer, the seeing, that which is seeing is behind the camera. Yeah. That's the true before. This is after. But in with the camera, what's before the camera is behind it, and you're there, yes? You are in the before, of the before. What you're watching is the in, yeah? So there's a lot of judging, yet there is no judger. There's a lot of seeing, yet there is no seer. That's the spirit of non-duality, yeah? I used to do it when I got first sober. I'd wake up, I learned a word, resentment. And I learned, I had many of them, a lot of the time. So I'd wake up in the morning and go, I'm not gonna resent anyone, as if I had any power over it. Five, in five minutes, I had a resentment, yeah? Now, the problem was, wasn't resentment, it was the idea that it were mine. That's where the relief lies, yeah? And then the meaning of resentment changes and you don't seem to have many anymore because the meaning was coming from my, my resentment. When someone steps on toes, fucking so what? When someone steps on my toes, then it's you, then the game's on, you see? 
This is what we're targeting. The sense of being that one that's implied. You see, yes, judgment. I see the judgment. I see what I'm judging. But you never see the judger. It's just implied. Yeah, it's implied. It's inferred. It's insinuated to the point that it's pictured as you. As a body. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So maybe that, that is exactly the meaning of actions speak louder than words in this context. Like, you know, just let the action be, I mean, not let it, but the actions are going to happen. But uh, like there's no need for words to, to explain or to, you know, give roles to anyone or anything. Exactly. So as Buddha supposedly said, events happen, deeds are done, actions occur. Yet there's no individual doer or actor of. Yes, that's the fundamental principle of non-duality. It's not negating what's happening. It's negating the idea that's arrived at, the claiming of what's happening, which is there's a you that's being done to or is doing something. Yes, there isn't. That's the great news. So we got to go, I think. Everyone's standing up. And, uh, they're ready to go have coffee. Let me uh, say goodbye. Thank hey, thank you. you. Hey, Mark, thank you for your share. And the man before, Miguel, and the guy before him. It was all beautiful today. I, I like the, yeah, very nice. And Angie, of course, everybody. Boaz, of course, very good. So uh, let me say goodbye to everyone. First of all, I can't get out of this box here. We got Stuart from down under. Nice to see you, Stuart. Gary C., the man who started in, in the corner, now is the corner. <laughs> we got Boaz. Thank you, Boaz. Yes. We got Tariq. Tariq, I know you're leaving Dover on Thursday. I'll be there. Mm. I was hoping to stay at your place while you're away. <laughs> it looks pretty good. All right, Kenneth from Vancouver. Always a pleasure. Can you got hear me? W. He's inside today. Nice to see you, Dave. We can hear you, Mike. Oh, good. I, <laughs> I, my computer crashed, and I didn't realize it was muted or unmuted. But, hey, Nick wanted to say something, and he texted me, and I didn't know how to work my phone. So... Is Nick still there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Paul, can you hear me? I'm, I'm coming. A resentment is coming up for Mike and uh, Nick. Thank God it's not my resentment. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to heal your resentment, Paul. I got a, which is probably going to be your favorite question of the day. Of the day? All right. Yeah. Uh, do you want oat milk in your cappuccino? Yes. Okay, I'll okay. be ready for you. I'm at the coffee shop. All right, all right, great. Thank you. Got a premature Paul. That's right. <laughs> it, yeah, it was so premature. I can't call it mine yet. I, I didn't give birth to it. I can't call it mine yet. I didn't give birth to it. Shit. Stop it. All right, so. Going off. Wow. I'm sorry. Man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get rid of it. <laughs> there, is it gone? Oh, the audio, the infinite audio. That's all. <laughs>
<laughs> All better. We have Sherry. I'm happy to meet Sherry. Always happy he came back. Taj, as always. There he is. We got Mike, who I almost had a resentment towards. Yeah. We got a phone number. We got Leah. There she is. Leah. Leah. Uh, yes, we got, uh, let's see, Angie, John, John L, pleasure, I'm happy to see you, yeah, we got Chris, oh, Chris, an old friend, there he is, nice to see you, Chris, we got uh, Hiram, Hiram, my friend from the, uh, I think he's from the Netherlands, eh, oh, Where are you from, Harvey? I can't hear you. Nanette, I moved on. I think he's frozen. <laughs> Nanette, nice to see you. Good to see you outside. Mickey, as always. David B. Very nice. We got Brahmi, there she is, chilling out. Nice to see you, Brahmi. You're not that far from me, anyway. No. We got Anish, always a pleasure. Uh, Chris G. Uh, let's see, we got Mandy, we got Holly, we got Jimmy R, Lucas, Susan. I'm going to have a latte on you today, Susan. Mark N, he just split on the squares. I think that's it. Hey, thank you so much, everyone. We'll be seeing each other. We'll be on next Saturday uh, for the Zoom. I'll be back east, but we'll be doing the Zoom. And uh, yeah, I'll see everyone. I'll see everyone Tuesday. And then next Thursday, there won't be the recovery meeting. Thursday, uh, 1030 Pacific time be recovery. I'll be on the plane soon. All right. See you guys. Thank bye you. Bye. 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 bye, bye.